How's it going, everybody, and welcome to episode 169 of Master My Garden Podcast. Now, this week's episode being the first Friday of of April, um, we're going to look at what we can be sowing in the month of April. And uh, we did this all of last year, you know, pretty much all the months up along. But it's very different year to year, and I suppose this year is no exception. So this March, pretty much from the first day or two of March, we've had extremely wet weather here in Ireland. Uh, so non-stop rain, almost rain every day, very high levels of rainfall. I'm not sure if, you know, if the, the sort of records have been updated yet or whatever, but I suspect it's definitely up there with one of the wettest marches we've had. Um, coupled with that, I suppose, the ground has been quite cold, as you'd expect. Wet, wet ground is generally colder anyway. And because of all of that, it sort of changes, you know, as I say, month, uh, year to year, it can be different what we, what we can actually get ahead. And so typically, and we've said this several times on the podcast before, typically you kind of want to get going earlier and certainly February this year would make you feel like, yes, let's go. We should be sowing seeds. You know, you see everybody sowing their seeds and you start to feel that you're well behind. Um, but April is the month where you can, you know, every year you can get sowing in, in a, I suppose, a surer way because it's generally getting a little bit warmer. Now, having said that, it hasn't been so warm up until now, with the exception of last weekend. We've had, you know, nice weather, but we're back middle of this week again to heavy rain, although the outlook for the sort of next 10 days is not too bad. But te- temperatures are generally cool enough still. And as a result of that, then, we have, I suppose, colder ground temperatures. So for the moment here in Ireland, anyway, and I know it's different, you know, in other parts of the world, depending on where you're listening, um, we don't really have any opportunity to go um, sowing directly into the ground outside yet. Um, it's just it's just too wet, too cold as a result of the wet. But nonetheless, there's a lot there's a lot that we can be doing. It's definitely the month where almost everything can can get going, get started, uh, and sometimes we can sow directly outside. But at the moment, we're a little bit hindered by the fact that it has been so wet and so cold. So yeah. Um, what we're going to sow in April and I suppose we'll just chat about a few other gardening jobs that we can be doing as well so a few different categories of sowing as always so your successional sowing again it depends on whether you have a polytunnel or not but what we can be sowing um, successionally at the moment are things like sal- all your salads you know your, your lettuce your spring onions your spinach um, you know those type things and you're sowing those if at the moment, if you don't have a polytunnel, you know, you're going to be sowing those into trays, keeping them on your windowsill or your conservatory, which is probably getting packed at this stage. I know a lot of people have filled up their windowsills and they're, they're, they're spreading out into the various rooms of their houses. And I'm sure it's causing a few arguments here and there. Um, but if you're if you're not sowing in a tunnel or a greenhouse or a glass house, you know, greenhouse of some sort, then these are going to be inside sowing in modules for, for sowing outside. So successional sowing of salad leaves generally, um, your different salads, your spinach, your lettuce, your spring onions, and so on. And uh, again, into modules for planting outside, hopefully, you know, end of the month um, or early in May, 
we're looking at you know celeriac cabbage again you're, st you're sticking with early varieties here early cabbage early cauliflower calabrese um, peas leeks around the middle of the month we can do our very last sowing of onions so i've done two sowings of onions now uh, i will do another one in, in this week sometime of stuttgarter um, and that will be sort of i'll have autumn planted onions already going in the ground i'll have sets that i have planted just this week i don't like putting them in this week though it's still still just a bit wet but they needed to, to get planted and you can do that your onion sets your shallots your garlic um right up to the middle of the month after that it's starting to get a little bit late but yeah they'll be fine up until then and then i have a few sowings of onions that'll be coming along after that um so yeah onions another one uh, leeks chard um chard i've sowed already and i'm only sowing a handful of plants so when i say a handful i'm only sowing three plants of chard so that seems to be what works here and um, the chard again i spoke about it previously but i'm literally harvesting leaves around the outside all of the time so it's just such an easy and you don't have to one sowing is going to do me so that the ones that i'm still harvesting harvesting off were, were sowed last spring they're in the polytunnel i've been harvesting off them non-stop now i'm not feeding a, an army here it's just just a few of us and you're just constantly harvesting the leaves off that so that has been you know really really successful and i'm only going to sow a small amount of that not successionally just a one-off sowing uh, so chard you can also sow um you may if you're in a warmer spot you may be able to get some seeds directly into the ground outside now i certainly will not be doing that for a few weeks it's just too wet too wet and and too cold here still um but if you are in a dry area um or a warmer area particularly you will you would be able to start you know the likes of a radish can go outside spinach uh, could go outside um beetroot early carrots and parsnips um, definitely by the end of the month you'll be able to do that so i would i would i suppose yeah be looking looking to get those in personally here i'd be looking to get those in certainly outside so those outside before the end of the month if possible but again it depends on the on the weather depends on the ground temperatures particularly um, we normally get a huge benefit you know the clocks have changed there recently and we normally get a huge benefit um, from that extra sunlight that starts I suppose from early March having said that this year we probably haven't got the benefit of it the way you would in other years because okay we're getting extra daylight hours but that light has been quite low level because of the the cloud and the rain that we've had pretty much the whole way through not so much by way of sun over the whole month little bits here and there but not a huge amount so you're you're getting less of the benefit than if you had sort of drier days and you know i suppose brighter days so but still days are longer now there is more daylight hours and seeds really do love that so you know there's lots there's lots of of growth in the tunnel at the moment other things that you may sown towards the end of the month i have some of them done already just kind of kind of a little test really but they're a little bit early uh, sweet corn squashes pumpkins uh, they like temperature they like heat and we certainly haven't had that yet so middle middle of the month to the end of the month you can start sowing those you probably still will need to give them a little bit of heat um if you're in a polytunnel you might get away without 
without uh, additional heat, but I probably will use the heated propagator underneath them. Some of them are on that at the moment. They're doing okay, but they're not doing really well. Again, just generally it's cool. You know, generally it's cool at the moment. Um, so end of the end of the, mid to end of the month, squashes, courgettes, pumpkins, sweet corn, cucumber, all of those. Uh, tomatoes I have already sown and pricked out. They're coming along, coming along okay. Again, they'll burst out as soon as we start to get a little bit of heat, uh, which we haven't had too much of. But they're they've germinated well. They're as I said, moved on to pots now at this stage. They're doing okay, but I'm I'm not in any panic because. You know, once I can get them into the ground here in the tunnel for sort of the end of March or the end of May, um, I'm quite happy. If it happens a little bit earlier, if I feel that, you know, it's warm enough and the, the plants are strong enough, then yeah, I'll go for that. But typically end of May, I'm happy with that. Um, still conscious that, you know, we're, we're probably here eight weeks out, uh, maybe a little bit more, eight or nine weeks out from potentially the last frost. So you're always, you're always keeping an eye on that. And, these seedlings and young plants that we've been growing over the last sort of six or eight weeks, um, they're, you know, they need to be protected. They're not, they're not hardy yet. They're, they're not going to be fit for going outside and getting battered by any of this sort of wind and, and rain that we're getting at the moment. So we're going to have to watch that. Um, so sowing your sectional stuff, you can do that still, but you're still looking at doing it in modules for planting outside later. Um then as I said, the, the other stuff for modules for planting out later is, you know, your cabbages, cauliflowers, calibres, all the early varieties. Continue to continue to sow those small and often. Just can keep doing it small and often because as we as we said a few weeks ago, you don't need a lot of in one go. So small and often keep sowing those. And hopefully then in a in a week or two, we'll be able to direct sow some stuff outside if the ground temperatures warm up enough. Uh, other things that we can be doing at at uh, in terms of vegetables i have so far i have planted early potatoes into the tunnel red juke york uh, main crops haven't done anything with still sitting in the box and they will continue to sit there until we get kind of 10 or 12 degrees for 10 or 12 days ground temperature outside so main crop potatoes that i'm going with this year are, are definitely you know they're a few weeks away from being planted Typically, you'd be looking at doing those mid-April. Um, around here, they have been planted, genuinely, they have been planted, planted as late as June and still worked out fine, uh, depending on you know, ground temperatures and you know what sort of a spring it has been. But so far, wet, cold springs, so certainly not looking at doing this in the next couple of weeks. Uh, if we get the temperatures, then I will, before the end of April, plant in... Uh, my main crop seed potatoes, all blight-free varieties that I'm using this year. Um, never tried them before, so it's going to be interesting to see those. And uh, yeah, um, looking forward to growing them. Uh, kind of as a test, I'm hearing good things about them. A um, number of years ago, Sarpa Axona is one, one that I'm planting. I heard reports about that being very waxy, which I don't like in a potato. But now people are saying, you know, they are waxy while growing. But when when they when the leaves you know get cut off at the end of the year, the dry matter increases quite a lot if they're left in the ground. So that's the plan with those to try and increase the dry matter in them, and then they are supposed to store quite well as well. So yeah, looking forward to trying those, and it'll be interesting to try these varieties. I haven't tried them before, 
My number one favourite potato is, well, British Queens and Records. Um, toss up between the two of those. Queens, early part of the year, nothing better than those. And then later, Records is by far my favourite tasting potato. Last year, Grudos got the Queens out quite good. I uh, was able to harvest and, and eat quite a lot of those. But Records just got blight and just didn't recover and it was a complete ended up being a complete wipeout really to be honest with you they, there was some some decent potatoes in it but the majority of them just hadn't filled out enough um before getting wiped with the blight so got very little out of those and just don't want to repeat that this year so going for blight free varieties for for the coming year um other things that i'll be sowing uh, i've started sowing a few flowers annuals and um, i've marigold sowed you can continue to sow marigolds this month. Um, canendulas, I have some sowed. Nasturtiums, I have some, some sowed. I'm also, I have some that are seeding um, where, the, where the seeds fell in the tunnel and I'm just basically potting them on from where they've germinated in the ground. It's a lazy way of doing it, but it's working quite well. Um, so nasturtiums I've sowed, canendulas, marigolds. Um, I'll do a few cornflowers, cosmos, all of those will get sowed now this month. Um, some are already done and there's still quite a few there's still quite a few perennials that you can be sowing some of them you may not get you know decent flower from this year or any flower in some cases but I will continue to sow um, I've sowed dahlias already and will sow a few more of those um, things like rubecchia I will be sowing this month and some more of the perennials that you know that I won't get any flower from this year. I'll be sowing uh, biennials like foxgloves and things and sowing them at the moment as well. And uh, won't flower this year, but they'll be perfect for next year. So yeah, still still lots to be doing in, in the sowing front. Um space is a big thing at this stage. Not for me. I I'm actually just grand with space because I haven't I haven't really gone mad sowing yet. I just never felt you know when you get that feeling that spring is here and you get that, you feel that warmth in the air. Uh, you can almost hear spring, you can almost hear things growing and there's a kind of a, there's a feeling that you get and I generally don't, don't really go sowing in a big way until, until I get that feeling. As soon as I do then, I'll just sow everything. And, and typically, you know, that means your temperatures are higher, your daylight is better and everything is just easier. And to be honest, the, they will all come in quite quickly when, when you start doing that. Uh, the other thing just to, to, to do, you may have sowed early and got started early and some things may not have done so well. That That's a regular thing if you start too early and particularly if you start early in a cold spring like we've had this year. Some things fail. Just go back and re-sow those now. You still have loads of time. The majority of things, just re-sow them and you will still get you will still get good benefit out of that. So yeah, lots to be doing this month. It's It's a very busy month. It's at this moment, you should have all your beds prepared and ready. That's typically, you know, easy enough to do because you'll get relatively, you can get relatively dry weather in April. But this year has been a bit different. And to be fair, it has been wet and cold. And that doesn't, you know, if you're, if you're using the, the no dig system, okay, it's probably a little bit easier because your, your, your top few inches are drier. But if you're using a digging, if you're still digging, um, likely at this stage that your beds you, you might have got them dug over in february and at this stage they're probably in a bit of a mess and it's very difficult to actually do anything with it so as soon as you get a little bit of a dry spot a dry patch 
you'll probably need to break up the pan on the top of the ground um, and get ready for sowing. Um, that is the beauty of that is the beauty of no dig. Uh, slugs, watch out for slugs on your seedlings. They're really starting to come out now. Um, over the next couple of weeks, you will notice them a lot more. We've had a mild winter, so there's going to be a lot of slugs and slug activity early this year, particularly if it gets warm anytime soon because it has been so there's been so much moisture and as soon as the temperatures come up those slugs are going to be there i see them appearing already uh, so just watch your seedlings for that they particularly if you have them in your you know your where you're sowing your seeds and on your seedlings they can quite quickly wipe out you know uh, a nice little batch of seedlings that you're getting ready to sow out so just watch for that um other than that get all your beds ready Coming into April is a busy month, you know, a lot of sowing. Hopefully at some point, a lot of sowing outside later on in the month, uh, a lot of sowing inside, planting out hopefully soon enough if we can, planting potatoes. So a lot of all that early stage stuff will happen in April. So it's a very, very busy month. And then you're going to obviously be coming into May, which is always for any gardener, but particularly for the veg gardener, is going to be to be honest, your busiest month getting stuff in and all that. Um, probably at this stage, majority of what you will have overwintered. Um, I know for me here, only only because I'm I have them in the polytunnel. I have you know salad leaves, spinach, spring onions, some broccoli, uh, chard, uh, lots of herbs. Okay, a um, few things like that, but. You know, outside, if you if you have been harvesting leeks, you're probably running to the end of them. If you haven't already, things like purple sprout and broccoli will be very, very close to the end um, and starting to run to seed quite soon. And you're into what we call, or what's known as over the next few weeks, kind of the hungry period where there's not that terrible much available. And this I, this is, I suppose, the one time where I find, you know, greenhouse if you, if you have one or if you, if you can access one. At this time, this is what fills the gap a little bit easier or makes it easier to fill the gap. Um, because there is that, there is a gap here at this time of the year where your crops from this year are just nowhere near ready and you'll be more or less finished out of, of what was there for, for the year, for the, from the previous year. Uh, so that's, that's where that name, the hungry gap comes. Uh, it's also true a little bit in nature for, you know, things like beekeeping. There's a bit of a hungry gap there, not a huge amount. So obviously there's some stuff there at the minute for, for bees, but not a wide range. You know, the dandelions are out, the you know, white tarn is not quite out yet, black tarn is out in some cases. And generally, that's, that's what's referred to as the hungry gap. Uh, and when it comes to growing your own food, you know, it is around this time that it starts to kick in as well, unless you have access to yeah, a greenhouse, which gives you that extension allows you to finish out that sort of 12 month growing season. Um, so yeah, there's a lot lot to be doing. Keep sowing your seeds, keep sowing your successionals. Um, Re-sow anything that didn't work for you, anything that failed, and uh, lots of flowers that can still be sowed. So there's loads to be doing, but it is generally speaking, and particularly this year because of the of the, the weather that we've had, the wet spring, that wet March particularly that we've had, you're looking at still, it's all sowing and it's kind of all behind the scenes stuff until we can get out and into the garden and planting and sowing directly into the ground. That will happen very soon. Keep an eye out for soil temperatures. You're looking for them to get up before any sowing of seed or planting of potatoes. You're looking for them to be up at 10 to 12 degrees ground temperature. If you're unsure as to whether, you know, 
whether you're at that or not. Um, get yourself a soil thermometer, very, very simple, just leave it stuck in the ground, check it every couple of days, and you're looking for that kind of 10, 12, 14 degrees. Um, and you're looking for it not just on one day, you know, you're looking for it over an extended period of maybe a week, 10 days. And then once you see that, then you're kind of good to go, you can get your seeds in. And, you know, there's still, as I said, there's still time and we're still a few weeks away from the last frost and so on. So there can be cold weather and there can be crappy weather in between. But once we get, you know, into the middle of April, certainly we'd be getting quite close to the point where we can get out and into the ground. So just keep an eye out. If you're in a, if you're in an area that's a bit drier or a bit warmer, then you might be able to get going a bit earlier. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a busy month keep sewing and uh, that's pretty much this week's episode and until the next time happy gardening mm-hmm.